1: Singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound.
2: Hear ye, ye keepers and guards of the gate. Open the gate herewith and make way for the chariot of Josiah, King of Judah.
0: King Josiah?
2: I heard he was killed in the Battle of Megiddo. Uh, so did I. But perhaps we heard wrong. It's the king's chariot, all right. But he... he is dead. Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, I place
3: the crown of Judah upon thy... Bless his majesty, new and wise king of Judah!
2: Come forward, Jeremiah. Long live the king. You were a counselor in my father's court. He leaned heavily on your advice, but I, I want none of it, none at all. Just keep out of my sight. Know this, O king. The Lord God hath said it, and so shall it be. Time is running out for Judah and Jerusalem. Time running out? What do you mean by that? The kingdom of Israel is no more. The people are taken captive into foreign lands. The capital and other cities are destroyed. (laughs) Judah and Jerusalem have stood for centuries. Neither shall ever end. Unless thou and thy people, O king, forsake their evil ways and serve the God of heaven, Judah and Jerusalem will come to an end soon. Such talk is treason, punishable by death. And get out of my sight, or I shall forget you were a friend of father and have you beheaded for treason. Long live the... King. <laughs> no, just a minute. Hear this. I'm going to reestablish the worship of Baal and bring back all the idol worship and ceremonies that father destroyed and took away. May
0: God be merciful <laughs> on you for your evil and foul sins.
2: Egypt. That land from which God delivered his people from bondage was at this time being ruled by a pharaoh named Nico. Scribe! Scribe! Yes, your majesty. I hear that Josiah, king of Judah, was killed in a battle. Who will be king of Judah now? The people have already made Josiah's son Jehoahaz king, your majesty. Will he be a weak king or stubborn, bull-headed like his father? There's no strength or determination in him, sir, or he puts on a bluff of being able to rule, but he is totally unfit to rule any kingdom, especially, sir, a kingdom as weak as Judah is right now. (laughs) Send for him. Bring him here. Does he have a brother? Yes, Your Majesty, by name Jehoiakim. Bring them both here, by force, if necessary. You are Jehoahaz? Uh, Yes, Your Majesty. Then you must be Jehoiakim. Uh, Yes, Your Majesty. You are the older brother. Why aren't you king instead of Jehoahaz? The people made him king, even though I'm the crown prince. Would you like to be king of Judah? Of course, Your Majesty. Well, we'll see what we shall see. (laughs) You, as the present king of Judah, are you willing to pay me a tribute? A tribute? (laughs) A tribute. Of course not. Why should I? Because if you don't, I'll invade Judah and destroy all your cities and your people. (laughs) You may try, but you'll not succeed. Guards, take that man and put him in a dungeon. Let let go! Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you, will you pay unto me a tribute? Gladly, Your Majesty, gladly. You're a wise lad. Your tribute will be... A hundred talents of silver and one of gold. It shall be paid, your majesty. You say so, but I happen to know there is scarcely any silver or gold left in Jerusalem or the temple. Just how do you intend to raise so large a sum? I, uh, I shall tax the people, sir. They shall pay the tribute. Ah, but your people are poor. Can they afford to be taxed? Poor or not, they shall be taxed heavily. Perhaps there will be a little left over for me. (laughs) You and I should get along fine. (laughs) In Jehoiakim's palace at Jerusalem dwelt many members of the royal family. Among them was a young and handsome prince.
4: You're not like the other princes. You're more mature, serious. But even so, people like you.
5: I guess I'm serious. I'm very concerned.
4: About what?
5: Oh, everything, I guess. The king, the people, Judah. The king is a wicked man. He's leading the people right back into sin and idolatry.
4: You had better not let the king hear you say that. One prophet was killed because he said the very same thing. Jeremiah seems to be the only one who can say what he thinks and get by with it.
5: The Lord protects Jeremiah.
4: Even so, I feel sorry for him. The people laugh and scorn him. Yes,
5: I know. Even the priests and rulers do that. They call Jeremiah an old-fashioned preacher, teaching simple, old-fashioned ideas.
4: Do you believe what Jeremiah says? Of
5: course I do. He's a prophet of God. Judah is doomed. Judah's cities will be destroyed, and the people will be carried into captivity.
4: But I heard some priests say that Jerusalem had stood for hundreds of years, and it will stand for hundreds more. And the people believe it. So do I. The
5: people are blinded by their own sins. Therefore, God will take us captive and destroy Jerusalem.
4: Is it too late? I mean, does Jerusalem have to be destroyed and the people be taken away?
5: God always hears and forgives those who are truly repentant. The people of Judah... (gasps) You are Babylonian soldiers? I am a captain, chief of General Nebuchadnezzar's guards. Your king surrendered to Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, I know. You do? Who are you? Daniel is my name, sir. A prince? Yes, sir and she
4: I'm just a daughter of one of the maids let her
5: go but you you come with us to Babylon I suppose you object (laughs) well sir at least I am reconciled you approve of going to Babylon and, and becoming a slave no but I accept it sir our prophets have foretold this event you are either making fun of me or you're different from any of the other people I've run across here in Jerusalem I'm sincere sir The people have been so long in sin that they were blinded. They could not see this hour of judgment coming.
1: We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. I've got an idea. Let's play
6: a guessing game. I'll sing some clues about an animal and you see if you can guess what animal I'm singing about. Thank you. And when I walk, I lumber side to side. My nose is so long, it's a dangling mega trunk. What am I? I'm an elephant.
7: hello pastor perez are you busy
3: (laughs) i'm just working on this week's sermon some would say i'm not busy enough what can i do for you hannah
7: i got another question about prayer i hope you don't mind me bugging you so much
3: mind if someone in my congregation wants to talk to me about something as important as prayer are you kidding sit down and tell me what's on your heart
7: not what who
3: okay who's on your heart Andrew and who is Andrew
7: only the most evil most terrible most awful person on earth
3: Wow this sounds serious
7: it is he enjoys making my life miserable he's always starting nasty rumors about me and saying that I'm a wicked witch
3: are the nasty rumors true no are you a wicked witch No. <laughs> well,
7: then what's the problem you said Jesus wants us to pray for our enemies Well, I don't want to pray for Andrew. I don't like him. He makes me mad.
3: Then you might want to pray for you. Me? Yeah. Ask God to help you become more forgiving, more loving. Ask him to show you how you can help Andrew stop being such a pain. If Jesus can pray for those who put him on the cross, you can certainly pray for someone who calls you a wicked witch. Would you like to do that right now?
7: Sure. Will you help me?
3: Absolutely. Dear Jesus, Hannah has a problem and needs your help. Please come into her heart and teach her how to be more loving, even to someone like Andrew. Jesus wants to be our friend.
5: He's interested in everything we do and longs to be included in our lives. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
8: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 3. Trapped. "'Grandpa! Grandpa!' Willie shouted. His stomach felt like it had one of the rocks inside it. He shivered. Reaching over, he touched Grandpa's shoulder. Grandpa didn't move. "'Grandpa!' he yelled again. This time he shook Grandpa's shoulder. Grandpa blinked his eyes, then lifted his head and stared at Willie. He blinked again and sat up straight. "'Oh, Willie!' he finally said as he really woke up. "'Are you okay? Are you hurt anywhere?' Willie moved his arms and felt along his legs. I'm dirty, but I think I'm okay. How about you? When you didn't move, I thought something awful had happened to you. I was scared, Grandpa. Well, boy, Grandpa said, I'd say the Lord watched out for us. That was a bad rock slide up there. Where are we anyway? Looks like we're in the middle of a forest. We came down a long way, Willie said. We must be near that little river we saw. Hear it? It doesn't sound so little from down here. What do we do now? Bow your head, Willie, Grandpa said. The first thing we're going to do is give thanks to God that we're still alive. Dear Lord, Grandpa prayed, thank you for saving our lives. Thank you for keeping the car upright. Please, Lord, help us to stay calm now. We're in a pretty touchy spot, but we know you are here with us. Please, Lord, make somebody miss us soon and guide them to this place. Amen. "'Grandpa, it's going to be dark soon,' Willie said nervously, brushing the rocks and dirt off himself. "'How's God going to get us home tonight? I don't want to stay here.' "'Well, Willie,' Grandpa paused a minute to toss several rocks through the broken window beside him, "'I suspect we'll be here for a while yet. "'Why don't we tip our seats back a ways and sing a few songs and watch for the first stars? "'Then maybe we'll take a little nap. I'm pretty sore and tired.' "'Not long after the first stars came out, Willie fell soundly asleep.' He woke up with a start when a squirrel scampered across the hood of the old car. The squirrel's little claws clattered on the metal. The sky was bright and birds were busy. They didn't even seem to notice the black car perched on the side of the tree. Hey, Grandpa, Willie said in surprise, we've been here all night. Mom and Dad must really be worried about us. And I'm starving. Willie, Grandpa began, you and I and the Lord have some problems to face. You see, Willie, we'll have to wait to be found. I didn't mention it last night, but one of those big boulders must have smashed into my side of the car. My foot's caught. It doesn't feel like it's hurt much, but I can't get it loose. Besides, I wouldn't want to leave you here alone, and I'm sure I couldn't carry you back up that steep hill to the road. Willie hardly knew what to say. He didn't really want to stay in the car alone, but how else could they get help? I'd be okay, Grandpa. Are you sure you can't get your foot loose? Grandpa shook his head. I tried for a good long while before you woke up. "'I'm sure. We're here to stay until help arrives. Now, how about breakfast?' Willie wondered if his grandpa was thinking right. "'Breakfast? That's what they're having at home now.' Grandpa smiled. "'Then let's have some, too. Remember that box of graham crackers we put in the back seat? I think I can reach it. How about graham crackers for breakfast?' It was Willie's turn to smile. "'That would be great, and we have the apples we didn't eat at lunch yesterday.' "'He reached down for the crumpled bag on the floor near his feet "'and dumped the two apples on the seat beside him. "'And we still have water in our bottles. "'Why, boy,' Grandpa said, "'we'll have a breakfast fit for a king.' "'While they ate, Willie thought to himself, "'If only I had two good legs, "'I could go up to the road and get help. "'But I'd never get anywhere in my chair.' "'What's the matter?' Grandpa asked. "'Why so quiet all of a sudden?' "'Just thinking,' Willie answered, his voice getting higher as he spoke. "'I wish I could go for a help, Grandpa. "'I can't do anything but just sit here.' "'What's your memory verse for this week?' Grandpa asked abruptly. "'The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, "'and he delivers them, Psalm 34 7,' Willie recited. "'After a small hesitation, he realized what Grandpa was getting at. "'Oh, yeah, the angels are here, aren't they?' Well, this looks like a pretty good place to do some angel camping to me. Grandpa smiled as he looked out at the dark green trees and the yellow wildflowers. He eased himself into a more comfortable position. Willie noticed that Grandpa was holding his left arm carefully with his right hand. What's the matter with your arm, he asked. Does it hurt? Yes, it hurts a little, Grandpa replied. I think it may be broken. For a second, Grandpa's eyes showed a lot of pain and sadness. Then he turned back to Willie and smiled a little smile. "'You're a smart boy,' he said. "'You can see the fix we're in. "'But Jesus knows where we are "'and what we can do to help ourselves, "'our parts to figure out what we can do. "'We'll leave him to bring help.' "'But what will we do?' Willie asked "'as he munched on another graham cracker. "'I can't walk, and your foot is stuck. "'So what can we do?' "'Well, the first thing you can do "'is to take it easy on those crackers,' Grandpa said with a grin. "'We might want to eat again today.' "'Willie grinned back and closed the box.' Then he took a drink from his water bottle. I guess I shouldn't drink very much water either. I know what let's do. Let's say all the Bible verses we can remember. We'll take turns and see who can keep going the longest. Are you thinking, Grandpa asked, giving him a playful poke, that maybe those angels who are camping around us will be impressed and deliver us? Willie grinned again. The Lord is my shepherd, he began. I will not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. For a long time they recited verses, searching their memories for more. For he shall give his angels charge over you, Grandpa quoted, to keep you in all your ways. Grandpa shouted Willie suddenly, I've got it. Grandpa was puzzled. Got what? I know what to do to help us. Willie bounced in his seat. Jesus must have put the idea into my mind. What are you talking about? Grandpa asked. Willie smiled. You'll see, he said, opening the glove compartment. As he pulled out the papers and maps, he said, Now, if I can just find what I need. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8 The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association.
0: The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children come
3: Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk
6: Radio at lifetalk.net